0: Got nine minutes to maximize your travel and casino experience? Welcome to ZorkCast, powered by Travel Zork, helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. From airline miles and hotel points to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all the knowledge you need to travel in style. Brought to you in nine minutes or less. Now, please welcome the host of ZorkCast, Michael Mason Traeger. Cousin Vito's, we we're doing a roll call around the room. Cousin Vito's here checking in live from Mohegan and We're in a beautiful, well, oh, this would be a two-bedroom suite, I would say.
1: Is it, it? Well, it has two bedrooms. It has two bedrooms. <laughs> it <must laughs> sleep six to eight, I would <laughs> <laughs> How many bedrooms we got here?
0: Uh, we got three bathrooms, though. More, more bathrooms than bedrooms. That's the mark of a good hotel <laughs> yeah, 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 that's that, that is true.
1: That's <laughs> too
0: much. <laughs> Too way too much too much Mikey's here Cousin Mikey you got a big grin on your face you had a great meal tonight Mikey how you feeling yeah food was great and, uh, and really enjoying the atmosphere yeah. <laughs> actually Mikey we had a near death experience there Mike uh, Bobby Flays and it came and it had a little green little green dollop on it yep and uh, sure enough that green dollop was uh, a little of the pesto sauce Mikey yeah. is deathly allergic to nothing in the world but pignoli nuts and the pine nuts are in the pesto show up on French onion soup Did we'd be in a totally different place right now if Mikey didn't know the <laughs> pine
1: nuts <laughs> I'd be
2: smiling all the while. Anyway. we
1: also have Mr.
2: Eric Rosenthal what's going on? Mr. Rosenthal I presume. <laughs> that is apparently the new pronunciation that is correct. <laughs> Just being rolled out this week. And the
0: mastermind, David Luke. David, get on in here. Come on in here. Hey, Dave Luke here. Travels Orc IT.
1: Raise the roof (laughs) it's gonna get real interesting now (laughs) and then then after that we're gonna have 15 minutes of tax talk with uh, with cousin Mikey (laughs) cause nothing says like a rockin' Saturday night at Mohican Sun than talking about FinCEN and f (laughs) bars.
0: these are
2: all new to me, it's a whole new world (laughs) now
1: yeah, yeah, yeah So, uh, so Vito uh Bar American. What comes to mind? What what nice night,
0: right? Bar American is a very nice night. Uh, every time you go there, you really got to get the hot chips with the uh the blue cheese on the side. You can you can't beat that, I would say. We had, we had a lovely smattering of oysters also. Really, really nice oysters. I, and I, I like – was, was that little vinaigrette sauce? What, what was that sauce? They had, the, they had the cocktail. What was the other sauce? Yeah, it the was. Oysters? It was the vinaigrette. Mm, that was wonderful. And I actually – for the first time ever, I got the, the tuna tartare. And let me tell you, I'm a big eater. I just had the tartare. I was full by the end. And the spice, what a kick it has. I actually had to take a break from eating the tuna because it had such a spicy kick to it. Yeah. Th- those oysters were great. I, I actually uh, forgot that I ate them until now. <laughs> <laughs> things are starting to
2: make sense. <laughs> <laughs> so did, we back to it, uh,
1: did we did we get any cocktails there tonight or not? <sighs> no, we we, uh, a, we, were, we did the... Run, the uh, we brought the scotch with us. That's right. We did this is a casino... Economizer tip here, but at Mohegan Sun, if it is a Mohegan Sun owned restaurant like Bobby Flay Bar American, they share the Mohegan Sun liquor license, so you can bring your nicely mixed Glenlivet eighteen. Mm-hmm. Was it no? It was the other Glen, the single or one. any Glen Ooh. is the I think it was the uh, distiller special. Or yeah, thing. so you can you can mix your. We, we did some pre pre drinking in a suite, and you can. <clears throat> Mix up a really nice double, triple, or quad, and bring it to Bar Americon and start your dinner, and not have to buy expensive drinks that you need to get comped off and spend that money on other stuff. And what was the wine you got actually? Because I, I didn't have a lot of wine, but I had a little. I'm still in the finishing room. it yes. right now. I it mean, was viscous. A, it was a wonder. It was really a wonderful. Uh, a it, it was beer. a real Rioja. It was, and a Rioja called Muga. Ooh. I don't know if that's exactly how you pronounce it. I think I call it Muga. <laughs> <laughs> Muga. But it was a really nice uh, really nice Rioja. You liked it, right? Oh, I loved it. And, and honestly, two thumbs up on the whole day today. It's a Saturday
0: night. Eric, we were able to find an open pie gout table. It was probably 6 or 7 p.m. on a Saturday night. Yeah. It was a quarter table, but we, we had a blast. We, we were there for a couple of hours. Yeah, it was a good time. Cappuccinos. I had, I. had. You would have liked it, Mike. I had the cappuccino and I had a little bit of the froth on my mustache. I, ha- I had the cappuccino mustache going on.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was that? But before the piegau, I was I piegau time, nap time for me. But uh, before <laughs> literally, pie gal, you were in the <laughs> room sleeping. <replacement. laughs> yeah, Oh, yeah. And actually, I got the best wake up call. But let me let's talk pre. Uh, Pre pre Pygal, uh we need I had my slot play that needed to be used, uh mm. some of it by four o'clock. So we had a little bit of fun with the uh slot play today.
0: Yeah. I kind I kinda of like the how we were racing against the clock too, because we had, you had to get it by four yeah. p.m. So it was like almost like we were on a mission going down to play the slots. It was like we got to
2: get this done. Yeah, and and it was. It was like three fifty five. <laughs> like, so yeah, it really was uh, cutting it kind of close. And then we had the air on the screen too to get the slot <laughs>
0: played. So it man. was like down to the wire. And, and Michael, how did it turn out? That's well, we played fun.
1: what we couldn't get on a top dollar machine first to play it. So Eric found a what was that machine? It was a, a triple double diamond. Mm-hmm. So we played a little, and we thought we were going to lose that first, uh, because it was a total of 335 in slot play in uh, 110 and 225 downloadable. So we had to download the 110. We had five minutes too early. <laughs> and we did yeah. that, and we were able to, we weren't able to download the other one on that machine, so we did the 110. And I think, right, it, was it the last spin or the second to last spin that we hit? It, I think we hit for like 300. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Who and, pressed the button on that one? I believe that was Mr. David Luke. Dave, Dave did. Dave he, did. he rubbed the machine. It was a no look. No, no look. look. Um, was, wait, 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 wait. was that also a no look? I, oh, I thought I hit the double diamond. Uh, you you hit the top dollar. I hit the double. Yeah, diamond. Oh, yeah. You're oh, jumping. Yeah, uh, you're, you're, yeah. Not okay. paying, you're not okay. paying attention. Okay. Fine. So then we uh, we had that, and then we decided we were going to use the rest, of the other two twenty five, in slot play. We wanted to find a top dollar and that really nice uh single line, the new electronic top dollar, the three, four, five times one yep. mm-hmm. with the but it's a single line. It was a twenty-five, uh twenty-five dollar unit, two units, so fifty bucks a spin. So we put in that three hundred and then we put in the two it was the other two twenty-five, and then we played played through the two twenty-five and we had a little discussion. Uh about whether we should just be done because we played through the slot play, but I was feeling a little frisky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The discussion
0: in the loosest sense of the term I was hearing at that point, you were like,
1: should we do it? <laughs> and I was like, no,
0: we're going to keep playing. And so we kept
1: playing, and I think we were down pretty much so. To to, the, it was
0: to the last $90. So it was the, the fact that you got that one tenant slot play right at the buzzer, that's what that caused us to have that yeah. extra $90. It was the last $90 in the machine. Yeah. And then we yeah. hit that beautiful David Lee uh, <laughs> top, top dollar bonus. Yeah,
1: and The first 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 offer was uh was not so great. It was like $600, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. And then that second offer came. In, and that, that was, was nice.
0: nice. I don't think I've ever actually been in the top dollar and I had four bundles of money like that get lit up. That, that really impressed me. I know. And I
1: was like so praying for the five times right there. I think I've oh, said that a couple of yeah, times. That... I was doing the little five times prayer. But it wound up being nice. I think it was 20, 21, 25. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that was sort of exciting. And we were all sort of shocked that that happened. And we were there. And that was cool. And we played. I think we still had the 90 left in the machine. Yeah. So we, we played that through. But unfortunately, we were done there. And uh, that was awesome. And then you guys went to play Pi Gow and I went to take my nap. And <laughs> now we're planning on using the
2: $2,000 as Baccarat bankroll later on this evening. Yeah. I love that idea. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> and I also had, I, I was
1: really, it was like the a really wonderful, perfect nap. And Vito gave me great atmosphere to wake up to. Yes. I suck my phone suck <laughs> You, you suck, phone. Phone. You suck the, your phone? <laughs> I, suck, I suck the phone uh-huh.
0: in the Glenlivet box Too much! <laughs> to create an echo chamber so I put on a nice Dean Martin live cut stuck it in the Glenn Glenlivet box and fed the box into the adjoining room door.
2: Volare oh, oh. God
0: so, you had a nice live Dean Martin wake up call for the, uh, the rest of the evening.
1: Yeah, it was really, really nice. And then we went over and had the really nice evening at Bar Americon with my favorite server, Jana, who is wonderful. If you ever happen to come to Mohegan Sun and go to Bar American, you should always ask to be at Jana's table because she is. Unbelievable. Best, best, one of the best uh, fine dining servers that I've known. How about, what do
0: you think, Mikey? I, Mikey was a fine dining bartender. How do you feel about it? Yeah, Jana? Jana was unbelievable in uh, her attentiveness to the table. She's, she's really awesome. And, and when Mikey said the soup might kill me and send me <laughs> into anaphylactic shock, She replaced it immediately. (laughs) 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 Nothing says fine
1: dining like not killing your customers. (laughs) It's a
0: sign of a good restaurant. Actually, what I was disappointed was, what did she do with the one with the pesto on it? I would have taken the soup. Would they just toss it in the garbage? I would have, oh my God, put the bag over my head, throw right in there. I would have had the soup. Mm, It looked good. I actually... Peeled a little cheese off Mike's bowl. He wasn't looking, <laughs> and, it, and it was unbelievable. <laughs> I believe it was consensual. Cheese it was, today. yes, yeah. Actually, yeah. me and David were each on yes. each side of the bowl,
1: peeling the cheese off. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was good stuff. So that's that's good. So now we're back here, just sort of uh, relaxing in the suite, having a couple of cocktails. Oh, nice! You, you missed the important part after dinner. Mikey yeah. went on that crazy craps roll. Yeah, that was great. How's was craps about you son, Mikey? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a wild ride. You know, a lot of ups and downs. <laughs> uh,
0: but the run was good. Strong. Uh, we were. Impre- I was impressed with how good you <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was, Your role lasted way longer than I thought it was going to last.
2: I could hear it a couple tables down. It was a, a long-deserved,
0: strong run that I made on that craps table. You were due, and
2: <laughs> and then it was a very uh luxurious exit too you know, so it was nice That's- so so interesting thing about uh crabs tables here uh, mohegan's son was always known for allowing players to be grandfathered uh, at the lower limit after they would raise the limit at the table, and we had started earlier today at a five dollar table. Uh, expecting them to grandfather us when the uh, minimum uh, was raised. And we were informed today, as of last week, they'd no longer do that. Very disappointing. Yeah. Even though it was very serendipitous,
0: because me and Mikey were kind of hanging out on our own. We were going to go do some stadium uh, blackjack together, and I was actually going to trade in my chips for some cash And then I got a text from you, Eric, and you said, I'm at the Casino of the Wind playing craps. And as I'm reading the text, I'm like, I think I'm in the Casino of the Winds. And then sure enough, who was waving to me from a $5
1: craps table with two spots open next to him was my friend, Eric Rosenthal. It was perfect. Another interesting thing to interject as far as how Mohegan Sun is set up, you said you were in Wind, right? Yes. So Mohegan Sun is... I don't want to call it themed, but it has a consistent Native American theme. It's the Mohegan tribe. And the casino is broken into a couple of different sections. The original casino is the casino of the earth. And then the other casinos are sky and wind, right? Yes. Earth, sky, and wind. So that's sort of cool. Now, for those who've not been to Mohegan Sun, actually, I'm not sure if it's true anymore. I think one casino, because I used to— Okay. It used to always be common knowledge, casino floor size. Largest casino in the United States was Foxwoods. Second largest was Mohegan. When we say largest casino, that is the floor space for the casino, not the entire resort property. So as an example, Venetian Palazzo has like 8,000 hotel rooms. They are a much larger resort as far as hotel, but their casino floor is much smaller. So the largest casino floor... Was Foxwoods and then Mohegan? Actually, for a while, they were largest in the world. I know one or two places in Macau, and now there's, is there is—is there something in
2: Oklahoma? Would, I think uh, yeah, American something
1: Star in Oklahoma. I think that's the largest in the country, Carl. right? But for a long time, it was it was Mohegan and Foxwoods, and a lot of people didn't don't realize just how massive these casino floors are. But Mohegan has a really nice flow from moving from casino to casino. It is a little hard. Now that I've been here so many times, I know my way around and all the ways to get around a little bit quicker. One of one of the things that was always was interesting. I remember my impression when I first came to Mohegan because it is delicately themed and it's, things look similar in the different. Casinos, And it really does overwhelm you a little bit, finding things in Mohegan Sun. But I, I mean, I think it's a great property. I actually think the layout is relatively logical once you figure it out. And really big casino floor. How many dice tables here? 14? Uh, yeah, sixteen.
0: I'm trying to count in my head. I, I'm going to say I'm over fourteen, but you're you're very close. One, two. Three. <laughs> I got to yeah. my head. I have to. Yeah, uh, but, and we're including if we include the high limit pits, you, you might be over fourteen. Yeah,
1: and they do have high limit dice at Mohegan Sun, which is open most days, and one of the high limit pits. The high limit dice is. $50 at Mohegan and maybe just a good chance to talk a little bit about Gamblepalooza because you're going to be coming to Mohegan for Palooza, right? And oh, what yeah. is, what is, what is Gamblepalooza? Palooza is a gathering for the uh, Connecticut casinos.
0: We're bringing in, um, you can bet on that. Mark and Doctor Mike are coming on. Eric Rosenthal is going to be here. Robin from Anytime Gambling is going to be here. Me and cousin Mikey, we basically live up here anyway, so <laughs> it's like your backyard. It, huh. And basically, it's just a celebration of uh, gambling and letting it all hang out. We're going to dine, eat, and drink. We're starting at the Foxwood Resort Casino. So if anyone has, tell been people
1: there, when it is. Tell people what weekend okay. it is because if it, people
0: are interested, where the, they can find out about ooh, this event. it is the weekend of April twentieth and twenty first. You go to CousinVito'sCasino.com. I have some information. There. You can listen to the podcast. Basically, basically it's going to be just a gathering of all friends. We're going to have a great time. I mean, the the rooms, basically, what happened was this was an idea Eric had. He was like, oh, we should do something at Fox. And I said, oh, I'll get involved. Yeah, this will be fun. It really took off. We, We have almost 20 rooms booked, over 20 rooms through our host. I had a list I was like, "Oh my god, look at all these people that are signing up." So, we might
1: have like over 50 people.
0: It's yeah. it, it's yeah. going to end up probably being over 50 people coming to hang out. We're going to get drinks together, play craps together. We got we're the going to do a book. Right? We're doing a yeah, $100 slot pool. So, so definitely go to cousinvito'scasino.com. I have um a list of the events. We have a Facebook group, my Patreon, patreon.com/cousinvito, but it's going to be a wild time, I feel like. That was kind
2: of a shameless plug. No? It's a shameless plug, yes, <laughs> but that, that's how I'm programmed. Yeah, so. But it's it's still going to be an amazing time. Uh, one correction. So I was right that, that the largest casino is in Oklahoma. It's the Windstar World Casino.
1: But that's relatively new, right, that that, that yeah.
2: overtook Fox Yeah, no, no, no you, you were correct. I just gave the wrong name of the casino. I just wanted to correct it.
1: I but, like that. Google's
2: great, isn't it? Google is fantastic. Back to Gamblepalooza. <laughs> Uh, you know, this started basically as Mark and Dr. Mike uh, planning on coming east, and we kind of just built this around people that on the east coast that wanted to meet or hang out with Mark and Dr. Mike, and you can bet on that, and it just took off from there. Like, there were so many people that wanted to play craps with Mark and Dr. Mike that it became an event. And uh, we also have to give credit to... Um, Doug, who used to be at Epic Esquire on Twitter, um, he has a new handle, which I can't think of it right now. We'll put it in the show notes when we remember it. Okay, but he was part of the original planning, and our buddy Ed uh, from New Jersey, he was also originally part of it. So, uh, yeah, this is really taking off,
1: and uh, we're going to have a great time. You guys should come out. And these casinos really are the mecca of Dice, I would say, in the United States, as far as the number of dice tables that are open. It's worth a the trip. Think there are two resorts that are, are worth
0: the trip to go to. You know what I mean? Where it's like, if you get in the car and drive two hours to go to Mohegan, that's worth the ride. Foxwoods is worth the ride. You're not going to be disappointed if you uh, go out of your way to come here, I would
2: say. Yeah, you know, I'm, a, I'm an Atlantic City regular and a Las Vegas regular, and I really enjoy coming here. Um, this is... Not as convenient as the other options are for me.
1: Um, and I think I'm going to be coming here more often and spend less time in AC in Vegas. It's great for craps players, though. Great, I think Foxwoods is ten times awesome. Ten times, yeah. But Foxwoods doesn't have boxmen, right? No, they do. They do, too? Do yeah, they have yeah, boxmen? Boxmen, yeah. Okay, that's good. Because all Mohegan always has had box people. And I don't like I don't like craps games without box. And Gamble Balooza sounds great. I really wish I could come. You can. You're invited. We'd love to have you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's a quick hop across the pond, man. It's a lot of some peer pressure.
0: You'll be there vicariously through the uh, the slot
1: Uh,
2: pool, correct? I will be. I will
1: uh, will be there. I will be there through. Have you figured out how you're going to structure that slot pool yet?
2: We know how we're going to structure. (laughs) And (laughs) and while we're
1: on the subject of craps, we'll just. just really quickly cuz we're way over over time but that's okay cuz it's a special it's a special saturday night you know on location episode okay. we are going to be having a craps tournament at Zork Fest and Eric and I spent some time this morning talking about the structure of that craps tournament and it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun one of the nice things about a craps tournament is that you can be a total beginner who's never played before, and we can pretty much so teach you how to play while you're involved in the craps tournament. But they're going to be multiple, it's going to start off with multiple rounds depending on how many people are going to be at the craps tournament. And what's nice is that you're literally going to be playing against the people in your individual round, and how many from each round are going to advance? We figure we're going to have three initial rounds and four. Was it four we're going to advance from? Six. Each?
2: Right, so 16 to the table, three uh, waves. So we have a max of 48 players that could participate. The top four from each round are going to move on to the second round. Right. So at that point, we'll have a table of 12. And then the top six from the second round will move to the, quote-unquote, final table for the third round
1: of six finalists. Right. And for the individual rounds you will just be competing against the people at your table so that'll be pretty cool so you're not you're not competing against we're not doing it based on like who has the most chips for all of the three rounds you're just competing against the people in your individual round so it's pretty nice and competitive and we'll probably do a chip countdown for the last couple of rolls so you can sort of strategize what you need to do and i think it's there's there are a couple of uh i'll put in the show notes i forget the name i probably should have done some prep for this episode which i did none of but there there is a different for those who do play craps you need to realize that there's a different strategy for tournaments and tournament crap strategies are pretty interesting and there is a tournament strategy book uh, I have one. There's only like one or two tournament strategy books, which are sort of fun to read. But if you want, well, maybe we shouldn't tell people they should. Well, I mean, if you. Yeah, I want to win. Be quiet. OK, you know, you she should probably. But,
2: but here's what I'll tell you. You know, you're managing your chips against everybody else at the table. House Edge kind of goes out the window a little bit. Uh, the strategy, you know, things that would normally be a terrible bet might very well be a good idea. And you know, really,
1: luck is going to play a role, much more of a role than usual. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, but you know, some of those, you know, I mean, if you feel a twelve, you should be betting a twelve, right? I mean, that's or if you're baccarat, or if you're baccarat, you want to, you know, there's no more stressful. There, it, last night we had some very nice baccarat play at Mohegan Sun, but Eric gets visibly stressed when one bets the tie bet. I can, see, I can see very visible because he does not believe. He does not believe that. in the tie. Okay, but let's
2: let's be fair. All right, so we were playing on a pooled bankroll, and uh, I I believe the way that you described it was accurate. If we were to compare ourselves uh, to Mark and Doctor Mike from "You Can Bet on That." I am certainly Mark and you are certainly Dr. Mike. And the idea of giving up house edge without any benefit for doing so, or seeing the value in giving up more house edge. Yeah. It makes me a little uncomfortable and, uh, I I don't think it's such a smart idea, but you were having a lot of fun with it, that's for sure.
1: We were. It was a great. It was actually a really fun. It was a fun baccarat table. It didn't start off so fun because that woman was a little bit of a Debbie Downer. She was like the <laughs> first time I ever met Debbie Downer at a baccarat table. She was a little strange, but uh, then that other couple that came was really fun.
2: And they were they were a very nice Korean couple, and then cousin Mikey asked them if they were from North Korea or South Korea. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which because when someone (laughs)
0: says (laughs) that know if
1: Someone
2: defects. You know. I remember the girl. She said North, and then she pointed a fake gun to your head. Like, uh, yeah, uh, so I uh, I struck a nerve. Uh, is what happened. Uh, but, yeah, uh, uh, I, I think you hit more than a nerve.
1: <laughs> I was just going to yeah, tell you, yeah, well, that's I don't
0: like them
2: either. You know? Hard
0: hitting questions at the baccarat table. That, <laughs> that's that's
1: for sure. Well, anyway, we're we're way over time, and we're out of time. Thank you for tuning into Zorkast and for experiencing a wonderful weekend with us at Mohegan Sun. And who knows, maybe we'll even record another episode this weekend. I'm not sure. So, until next time. You've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode, but we
0: encourage you to visit our website for more resources at TravelZork.com and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at TravelZork and Facebook.com slash TravelZork. Travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures right here on Zorkast. Until next time, good luck.